everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. I came across a TikTok. No, no. That I thought was pretty funny. Okay. So we are currently recording this in the depths of winter. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. cold out. I don't know when you're listening, but currently it's winter. And I came across this guy that talks about different names for snow plows, like the plows on the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... I thought they were hilarious, so I just wanted to run just a few by you. <laughs> okay. These are names that people think snowplows should have. Okay. And I'm talking like the highway snowplows. Okay. Okay. Plow, chicka plow, wow. <laughs> or I can't I, even say that. I would have edited it to plow, chicka plow, plow. Yeah, I don't like the wow at the end of it. Yeah. I, I like it. It's not my favorite. <laughs> It's because my brain's trying to like change it to something different, but I don't know what it is. Say it. Say it fast. Plow chicka plow wow. No, plow chicka plow plow. Plow plow. But it's plow wow. <laughs> no, we just changed it. Okay. Uh, that is asking for me to pronounce one of those words wrong. <laughs> there's three. There's two words really. Plow chicka plow 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 <laughs> plow wow. Plow, wow. No, take See? out the wow. No, plow, chicken, plow. <laughs> chicken, plow. <laughs> There's plow, two, chicken, plow, plow. There's two words and I messed it up. <laughs> okay, how about this one? The big Laplowski. I like that Ooh, one. Ooh, clever. One of my favorites. Control, salt, delete. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one too. The Blizzard of Oz. Cute. Love that for Kansas. Here is another great one. Cleopatra. Ooh. No, that's cute. I like that one. Lord Coldemort. <laughs> I love it. This sounds like a snar- Star Wars. A Star Wars reference. <laughs> I thought that's a Star Wars. I thought that was the name of the poem. <laughs> I was too. I was like, I don't get it, but okay. Snow Wars. It's Snowba Fett. Yes. Bubba Fett. Um, Darth Blader. It was also a Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Snow, you didn't. Oh, cute. I like that one. Cute. The Eiffel Plower. Mm. <laughs> sound like a no, bad porn because... name or something. A movie. <laughs> no, I'm not going like to say what based, I was going to say. Based in Paris. Melton John. <laughs> Fast and Flurious. Flurious. You're a blizzard, Harry. Aww. You're a That's blizzard. a stretch. <laughs> That's a stretch. Plowy McPlow Plow. Oh my gosh, that's you guys. Did you submit your name to this? (laughs) Should have. (laughs) You know how we feel about a word McWord word. (laughs) Yes. Dahmer McMonster face. (laughs) Word McWord word. (laughs) Template, insert your words. Which is why I kind of liked the plow. Well, it was a little bit different, but you know. What was the satellite named again? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Dishy Mc. Dish flat face. face. Oh, did she make flat face? face. <laughs> Again, um, word make word word. <laughs> there's Betty Whiteout. Aww. <laughs> Cute. Sir Plows a lot. Yes. Like it. Mm-hmm. Edward Blizzard Hands. Love it. Love yep. it. <laughs> we'll finish this on Snowby Gone Kenobi. Clever. Mm-hmm. Yes, very clever. Clear a path. That was one of my favorites, yes. as well as Edward Blizzard, Blizzard Hands. Hands. Mm hmm. Sir Plow a lot. I like Sir I like Plow a lot, too. a lot, and I liked Betty Whiteout, mm. and I like um, Sir Coldemort, <laughs> Lord Coldemort. <laughs> what was that? Was it that? It wasn't Lo Plodemort. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the Lord. Did you just make up a new one? The Lord Voldemort one. <laughs> That's the one I liked. Plodemort. It is Lord Coldemort. Okay, I like that one. Cute. You know what I wish that they would do now. Is put their names on the side of the the plow. Yeah, that they choose, mm-hmm. and also Google eyes on the front. Yes. Oh, I was like thinking Google. Google googly. Eyes. Got it. Yes. Yeah, googly eyes. Google eyes. Not Google. Sounds weird. I was like, <laughs> what is Google eyes? Is the Google eyes, watching? The eyes of Google. <laughs> googly eyes. Gotcha. And there. My bad. Googly. The googly eyes. You know, I've been looking for someone to send a strongly worded letter to, and I think it'll be Modot. I demand you put googly eyes on the front of your plows. Yes. And name them cute names. And here is your list of options. Here is a list I have compiled. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Please look at the word, make word, word. <laughs> That's the best one. Use this template if you need to come up with more. Or is it wordy, make word, word? Where do we put the Y? 
Uh, it depends. Okay. I think usually on the first word. Okay, so wordy McWord word. Murdy w- Murdy. <laughs> Never mind. It's fine. We're doing great. I didn't even try. You didn't try McTry? No. Try try? Try try. <laughs> try try. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, that's why it just doesn't work for everything. We're going to talk about how one time we went hunting for some ghosty McGhost face. In, did. in a Southie <laughs> McSouthern state. We went to Arkansas. Is this our first time in Arkansas? Arkansas? Yeah. It is our first time there, and it was my first time ever to Arkansas. Was Same. Yeah. yeah. Never had been. I have been, but it was fun. <laughs> we went to Van Buren, Arkansas. We did. To the King Opera House there. The hills <laughs> That's my opera music. I saw you take a deep breath, and I said, she's going to sing opera, isn't she? <laughs> I saw her eyebrows raised. I was like, it's about to go down. How sad is it that we know you this well? <laughs> well, you guys both paused for a long we time, so like, then I, I felt like you were expecting give it. Give her her moment. We politely paused. And then I saw Boyson look scared. <laughs> I had to proceed. I had to proceed. <laughs> That's just my face. <laughs> so this is an older building, but it is still in use. They still use it for plays and musicals and things. And for wrestling. For musicals and things and Remember all the things they said they were going to have a wrestling. They did say that. They're about to have their first wrestling meet. Which I think is interesting because it's like, it looks like a theater. Like you have all your seats and then a raised stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like with an orchestra pit. Yes. <laughs> when I, oh, are they going to place music, like live oh, music to the wrestling? I really that would be so. amazing. But it's like bah, a... Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> some Mozart. Some Beethoven, some Mozart. <laughs> Chopin. <laughs> Fancy. I love it. Wait, it's but for this the finals. is a small stage, too. So I know. And how I, are you going to fit a ring? In, is it's it, an old building. I feel like slamming people on the ground is not good. Oh, yeah. You can go Wait, through the stage. Hold on. Are we well, talking about, not. like, real wrestling? Are we talking about, like, WWE? Oh, I was wrestling. thinking, like, high school wrestling. Oh, I was thinking, like, professional Me too. wrestling. <laughs> I was, like, picturing a ring up there and everybody's jumping off. See, either and- way, with either high school slash college or professional slash fake wrestling, you have people surrounding the stage. It is real. I'm offended. Hold on. I'm yeah. going to Google and look at their... Um- WrestleMania? Yeah, like, see, like, what it actually is. Do you think back <laughs> in the day, like, The Rock would have gone to a... Opera House? Heck yeah. (laughs) Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Oh, Stone Cold. Gladiator Championship Wrestling. (gasps) Gladiators? Gladiator Champ Wrestling. That's what it says. March 18th. Does it have more info? (laughs) Mm, You can just click on tickets. Let's see. I'm going to a WWE wrestling. It's only $10. (laughs) <laughs> 15 if you want to do VIP admission. Oh. Um, obviously. <laughs> what does VIP get you? You get to meet the it's wrestlers. The first two rows. <laughs> oh, God. You won't see anything in it the first can two hold, rows. It's in March, and it can hold 316. <laughs> a fight at the opera. Gladiator, Gladiator Championship Wrestling. Oh, okay. Get your tickets today, folks. <sighs> They're going to sell out fast. We'll put a link in the bio. We'll promoting the show. I mean, it looks like okay, like TV wrestling. I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disappointing. There's a ring. They get mm-hmm. to jump off and slam people into. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. That stage is tiny, but okay. <laughs> and you would know because you danced on it. I did, and I took oh. up the whole stage. Spoiler and I were on it. Okay, okay we were all on the yet. stage at one point. All right, so let's go over the history first. Okay. Like I said, this building is over 100 years old. It was first constructed in 1891, and it first appeared um, – or sorry. I don't know why I put that. I was tired when I wrote this. All right. So the – It first appeared. <laughs> first appeared in 1891, which is it when it was – showed up. I don't know. Aliens. <laughs> the ground floor originally housed the Willard Billard Parlor on Come one on. side – Come on. That sounds like a Willard <laughs> McBillard face. Mr. Billards, they couldn't his parents oh. couldn't think of a different name. Was it Billiards? Oh, maybe. I read it as a name. <laughs> Willard Willard's Billiards. <laughs> no, that's still hard. <laughs> okay. So Billiards on one side. Yep. The Wallace Saloon and Restaurant yeah, that on makes the sense. other. <laughs> I read his name. I was like, who named it too? Willard Billard. 
I'm an idiot. Please move along. Oh, I'm so sorry. Why am I the way that I am? I you know what? Know. I wouldn't have even cut on. I, I was like, why would his parents name him Whitler? I was like, you went with me. I was like, that is a horrible name. Because I think of anything else. Wallace Saloon. So I was like, okay, so maybe these are two guys. I don't know. <laughs> Wallace and Willard. Willard Billard. <laughs> Hey, you both. <laughs> that was the ground floor. The second floor was home to the Van Buren Press newspaper. All right, so it was known as the Wallace Block, and the property was purchased in 1898 by Colonel Henry P. King with the intention to bring culture to Van Buren. Oh. So the Van Buren Press, which, again, they're up on the second floor, they announced that on February 23rd, 1901, that Colonel King intended to cover the property to basically bring it up to date as an opera house. So they started construction, um, but small storefronts remained in the front section of the building, and then the opera house opened on October 18th of 1901 with its first production. For almost two decades, the theater hosted, you know, performance groups, various acts and plays that provided entertainment and culture for the community. But on March 14th, 1914, a fire started in the opera house. It started in a dry cleaning business that was in the front section of the building. And it was reported in the Van Buren Press on November 11th that the King Opera House would begin remodeling and open as a moving picture house. So this is when the movies start coming. Ooh, we're so cultured. We're so cultured in 1914. <laughs> okay. In February of 1919, after a much-needed remodeling, the King Opera House was reopened as the Van Buren Theater. The theater. On June 3rd, 1919, the property was again sold to Joe Huff, who continued to rent out basically the small stores that were in the front of the building. So in April of the next year, Joe Huff announced that the building would again be remodeled and would continue just as a... Moving picture house. A movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) In the 1930s, the building was renamed the Bob Burns Theater after a hometown celebrity named Bob Burns. (laughs) Bob Burns, he was a local celebrity. He was in radio and films, and so they named it after him. The street front still had some small commercial shops, and the upstairs actually became an apartment for the projectionist and his family. So you just get to live and work in the same place. How exciting. Can you imagine working in the same place you live or living in the same place you work? Let's do that. Living in the same place you work, but not like a work from home job. That would mean I live in a hospital. Right. Like Squirrel Cage, the jailer, lived there. Yeah, no, no. I don't think I'm a fan. I'm not. I need changes of scenery. Yes. In the 1960s, the property was again purchased by Malco Theaters, um, but they kept the name of the Bob Burns Theater. In 1974, Malco closed the theater, and in 1979, it was purchased again by the city of Van Buren and their community development agency. So they had a structural engineer and an architect, and he made plans to rehabilitate the building, and they began work on it. So at this point, you know, we're 1979, this building's been around for a hot sec, it needed some updates, and there were still some fire damage um, done to the interior elements of the building. And they had to basically enhance the exterior walls, the roof, all of this kind of stuff. So making note of that, because that is the last time that this theater has been updated, was in 1979. So whatever they did worked. It's still standing. Well, it's interesting, because I would think there would be wood paneling, and I didn't see any. No. Disco balls. Yes. No disco balls. None of those. Mm -mm. The King Opera House... The interior is not a replication of the original, so back when it was originally built, but some of the original fabric has been retained and restored, such as the exterior brick walls and the theater's wood flooring, which is pretty cool. Not all that was done was able to be restored and retained, but they created it in a way that it looks like what a small performance theater of the early 20th century might have looked like, so they try to stay true to it. Got it. Fun fact, all of the carpentry and finished woodwork was done by men and women that were enrolled in a federally funded carpentry training program. Cool. So rehabilitation of the opera house was completed in 1991. So it took over 10 years. Yeah. 
It has since been made available by the city of Van Buren for the community's use on a reservation basis for stage performances, meetings, lectures, movies, and various community gatherings. And dance recitals. <laughs> and dance recitals. And wrestling meets. And wrestling meets. <laughs> stage performances. <laughs> so in 2022, the city turned over management and the day-to-day operations of the, th- of the theater, opera house, whatever. Um, and this is interesting because this is when ghost investigators are allowed in. So before, they were telling us that the manager before this was not really wanting people to come in to investigate, didn't want... They didn't want that reputation. They didn't want that reputation on the opera house. So when it turned over management in 2022, they were like, come on in. Go for it. Little did they know. It's a really good (laughs) financial thing to do. Yeah. They still have some upgrades and improvements that they have planned for the opera house to continue to keep it going. So... Maybe that's another reason why they're letting people come in to investigate. Who knows? But that is the history of the Opera House. So we're going to kind of get into the spirits that have taken up residence there. So one of the most well-known spirits is named Charles. And Charles' story goes like this. And I don't know how much of this is, like, historically accurate and how much of it might be a little bit of lore because this is just what we were told. So Charles Tolson, he had an acting group, and in 1903, he came to the theater. There was a doctor in town named Dr. Parchment. And paper? He- paper. <laughs> I knew I you was were going to say that. a drink. You beat me to it. <laughs> I tried to see pass it. I was for it. His, paper? His first name was Paper. Paper Parchment. <laughs> <laughs> P Parchment Paper. <laughs> Do- that's Dr. P Parchment. <laughs> Dr. Parchment Paper. He was described as not a nice person and was a very overbearing father, very mean in town. And so he had a daughter. She's unnamed. We don't know her name. But she wanted to basically get away from him and approached Charles and said, hey, can I join your acting group? He already knew of Dr. Parchment and said, no, go home, basically. (laughs) So there was a local salesman who had eyes for the lady. As it uh, is described. Dr. Aluminum Foil. <laughs> Dr. Foil. Well, he's just a salesman, so he's not a doctor. Oh. Uh, Mr. Foil. Mr. Foil. <laughs> Mr. A. Foil. He had eyes for the lady. Well, this is interesting. Her name is Saran. Because he foils things up. <laughs> no poison's going to do a spit take. s rap. He foils things <clears throat> up here. Mm. Yeah. As, as Aluminum Foil does. He foiled so it. He saw Charles and... Saran wrap <laughs> talking <laughs> and thought, oh no, something's going on here. And so he goes to Dr. Parchment and says, listen, they're in love. They're going to run away together. <laughs> this is a very tragic story. I love this story. <laughs> okay. Do they make a cling wrap babies? No, because he dies. That's oh. why he's a spirit. <clears throat> That's right. Shoot, forgot about that part. <laughs> Charles is a spirit. Spoiler hmm. alert. Okay, well. It is not in well for him. So the next morning they're at the train station, which is about a couple blocks away from the theater. And they're all buying their tickets, getting ready to leave. And the doctor arrives and without even talking to Charles, just starts firing a gun. Um, the first shot missed, but the second one hit his pocket watch. He turned around and the second one hit him in the back. He was put on a train and taken to Fort Smith Hospital and died there. Before he died, um, they asked him, what did you say to the daughter to make Dr. Parchment so mad? And he said he just gave her good advice. So Charles was really innocent in this. He was not running away with her. I'm not oven safe above 425 degrees. (laughs) That's what he said. That makes uh, me mad about apartment. <laughs> she set their house on fire almost. I did. Foil just foiled it all up. If I used foil, I would have been fine. But Poor I arrangement. <sighs> well, so Charles is the resident ghost. Um, he's been described as being well dressed, wearing a tall black hat. They also have a ghost called the Lady in White. They don't know who she is, but there is a story that a man who was there to see a play. Went into a room and he saw a lady in a high collared white dress and she asked him if he had seen Henry. He was like, I don't know who Henry is. He looked around and when he turned back, she was gone. He asked his wife, hey, did you see anybody walk into this room? And she said, no, it's just been you. I wonder if she ever found Henry. I I wonder. Do you think when women die, there's like a line and they're like, hey, I need you to be a lady in white at this place. I need you to be a lady in white at this place. A lady in blue in Salem. Yes. Remember, they're all lady, lady in black. They're ladies in colors. Is that what they died in? 
I don't know. Or maybe I hope outfits? not. I hope that when you become a spirit, you can pick your favorite outfit and wear that. I don't oh. think you get to pick. <laughs> I'd pick leggings, flip flops, <laughs> lady in leggings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lady in hoodie, <laughs> lady in sweatshirt, the lady in flip flops, lady, lady in messy bun. You can hear her walking as she's <laughs> <laughs> the flip flops, flip flopping away. Don't mind her. That is the lady in flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> she's our resident ghost. <laughs> she, she likes, likes snacks and naps <laughs> snacks and naps and Netflix <laughs> you can probably get her to talk to you if you just turn on Netflix for a little bit and put out some Rice Krispie treats yes. <laughs> some Nutty Buddies Nutty Bars Nutty Bars Nutty Buddies are different sorry Nutty Bars <laughs> yes maybe some sparkling wine ooh yeah okay so basically what they have said or observed at the King Opera House, there's nothing malevolent, nothing evil. It's just playful spirits. Just having fun. A 100 plus year old theater. <laughs> so let's start this investigation by saying first, it is a group investigation. Yay. Which makes it harder to get evidence. Yeah, we're, it's a relatively small space. Mm-hmm. And there's groups, usually like two to three different groups. So we're still, even when we're separated, we're still pretty much in very close proximity. So that makes it really hard to get like EVPs. Mm-hmm. Um, you just never know if like that whisper you're hearing is other people or if it's paranormal. You just don't know. You don't know if knocks are somebody on the other side saying hi or if it's just somebody knocking something over downstairs. I don't know if a bang is a door slamming because it's a ghost or someone going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hard to call out other people's noises, too. I've yeah. noticed. Whether they're with you in the room or they're downstairs. Right. <laughs> um, we, t- we tried our best. Yes, we tried. So really, there's only three sections, three areas. Technically four. Oh, yeah, four. You're right. There's the stage slash the audience. Um, and then there's a balcony seating. And then there's like... A room behind the balcony upstairs. I don't... It's just a big open room. With the American flag. With the American flag. You can have a wedding there if you want. (laughs) And then the orchestra pit underneath the stage leads to like some dressing rooms. It's kind of a small area, actually. Mm -hmm. Where should we start? Go upstairs or you want to do this? Yeah, let's just do upstairs. We'll work our way down. Sounds great. You want to go in the um, American flag room first? Yes. America room. I said the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) There's an emergency <laughs> pledge of allegiance that you got an 85% on. I feel like I should have gotten at least a 90. Nope. But okay. One of missed the most important word. parts. I did miss one word. Into the Republic. Into the Republic. <laughs> for which it stands. I got for which it stands. <laughs> <laughs> Just stumbled. I'm so sorry. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> so first though, we went up though with the group. And here we go. We're just going to get it out of the way. All right. We were messing around with the K2s. They handed one out to everybody in our group, mm-hmm. and she, the one of the leaders was walking around with an ovulus and was trying to get responses, and so we got to go ask questions one at a time. Mm-hmm. My question was, what is this place to you? Boydston, what was your question? My question was, do you like having visitors? And I need to say, I ask these questions because I generally, I genuinely want to know, like, are you okay having us here, or do you prefer not having people come around, like... Are are you cool? Like you're kind of like setting the stage. Yes. Okay, but also I just want to point out because I had this recording right before we were getting ready to ask questions. You go, do not take my question. <laughs> you told both of us that yes. because this is like these are That's, our questions we always ask. This is an important piece of information. Okay, Lindsay, what was your question? Tell me one thing you see right now, or yes. can you tell me one thing you see right now? Yeah. Yeah. So we all go in a circle, like the whole group does, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. And then um, I'd also like to point out that <laughs> Lindsay and I, and I think Boyston too, our K2s were stuck at a level two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much the whole time. So we brought our own K2 out. We were trying to just, you know, be sciencey about it and see if ours was doing the same thing, which it wasn't. So anyways, the leader comes back over after some time and she goes, hey. She says it to you. Mm-hmm, comes up to me and says, hey, what was that question that you asked earlier? It was a really good question and mm-hmm. I want to remember it for future investigations. So I said, oh, 
my question was, what is this place to you? And she goes, yeah, I want to remember that. Skips over Boydston, <laughs> goes to Lindsay and goes, and what was yours? Because that was a really good one, too. <laughs> She's still upset about it. She so is. I told her my question. And, you know, she was like, you know, we do these ghost hunts. And I just try to remember the good questions so that way I can ask them later. And then she leaves. And then she moves on. And Boydston's just like, well. <laughs> Noted. It's what, a terrible question. What did she say in your recording? That was it. <laughs> Except for Boyston was very upset afterwards. Still is. Which I, just, I get. I would have been too. I, I wanted to tell everybody why I asked that question. I, I still think it's a, a decent question. Apparently, it's not great. I think it's a good question. It's not noteworthy. People don't it's a need, good question. They don't want to ask the question. It's not that great. Um, so I have made it my mission to look up a new question. Okay. Mm. I'm only going to bring it out at, their, at our next investigation. Oh, so we don't get to know what it is. No. We just get to be amazed. I don't want you to take my actual good question. <laughs> We're probably not going to remember it between now and then. Okay. I just thought it was funny that you specifically told me not to take your question. So I asked something different and then... They liked one. that one. Then <laughs> you got mad at me. She, so it was sitting. We were sitting. Sarah, me, Lindsay. She goes to Sarah. She glances at me and then goes to Lindsay. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Maybe because yours was a yes/no, and ours was an open-ended question, which is also why I go for it because it's easier to answer. Oh, well, with a K two, you can just make it light up, like bling bling bling, yes, <laughs> or bling bling bling, no. But I feel like our K2s also at some point, like they were always stuck at two, which is still like green. But at some point, didn't yours go up to yellow or red or mine did? Yeah, both of ours did. And then I put mine on the floor to see if that made any difference and it went back down to one. I'm not really sure what was going on there. Yeah. I don't know. It was just interesting. Um, Lindsay, you sound desperate about getting your hair pulled. (laughs) My gosh, because that was like the first thing they said when they were introducing (laughs) us. Like. We did like a little intro where they, the group introduced themselves. They talked about the experiences there. And one of them said, you know, we have spirits here who like to pull hair. Let us know if your hair gets pulled. And there was quite a few people who have never been investigating before because we all raised our hands. And I was like, I told them, I swear, if a newbie gets their hair pulled tonight, I will lose my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. You were very upset. Kidding. Well, the lights flickered several times on command, which we found interesting. And it also flickered to red when we were talking about the flag. I had the recording upstairs alone. Did anybody else? I did. Okay. We were kind of spread out asking questions, walking around. We were using our new favorite toy. Our ghost lights. Our ghost Christmas lights. Which we couldn't get right. We were like, they're 36 inches. <laughs> I could not get the <laughs> I could not get the length right at all. It was the most painful conversation. 36 like, so whole inches. <laughs> so and sorry. I think one of you two goes, Yeah, that's like two and a half feet. <laughs> and the other one's just... like, Yeah. And then it got real quiet and then boys goes, Wait, that's three feet. I <laughs> We were like, it's only three feet long. No, it's 36 feet long. You were really bad at math. Math is not our strong suit. It really isn't. (laughs) Shout out to Mike for getting me ghost lights for Christmas. They're amazing. They were incredible. So we've talked about these because we first encountered them at the Conjuring House Mm -hmm. um, when we went to Salem. And it's basically just like a long Christmas tree lights. And they work kind of like an EMF. So like they're baseline purple and then they can change colors. Mm Mm-hmm. With depending on how much energy is getting close to it. Mm-hmm. And we have tried several times to debunk these by stepping, jumping, moving, talking, all the things. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to set them off. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear us if we post anything to socials about um, how excited we get when they all flicker. We're all like, oh, wow. And we use these a lot at this investigation. Yeah. Almost every location we went to. I quite liked them. So we were using those in the, in the grid. Um, oh, yeah. The laser grid we had set up. The lights go off several times when we were talking about pulling Lindsay's hair. Yep, I have that too. Um, Boydston was doing night vision at some point, and yes. you said you thought you saw something float by, but it was when you were panning, so you couldn't like it, recreate it. And I have the video from that that I looked at, but it kind of just looks like um, an orb slash maybe dust going right in front of it. I am so annoyed hearing myself in this whole... I feel like you say this every investigation. Your mantra. I'm it, so annoyed. It you get is. so annoyed by yourself. Can you blame me? I get annoyed by myself. Do you hear me whisper yelling into the recorder? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to get better about saying that, but my God, it is like nails on a chalkboard. 
Anyways, I kept saying, it feels like residual energy up here. That's why I'm annoyed at myself. At like, one point you said up. a thousand percent. <laughs> yes. Like, who am I right now? But you were feeling like they were just going about their yeah. day, doing their jobs. They couldn't hear us or see us. Which I still agree with what I was saying. The words that I was saying. It's just the way that it came okay. out. I agree that I, I with myself, <laughs> that I think it was more residual type energy up there. Yeah. And oh my God, my hearing was at its worst this night. It really was. I don't know what the deal was. It was, I was not great. <laughs> it was so bad. I couldn't fucking hear a thing. Huh? Eh? What? What? Come here. Come closer to me. Let me see your mouth. <laughs> and then I was shook that nobody can read lips. I was yes. Just like, and what? I gave you props for it. I was yes, like, I that appreciate is, that. Thank you. I was like, that is, you were almost offended when I was like congratulating you on reading lips. I said, no, like, I'm being serious. That is impressive. You're like, everybody can do it. I'm like, no. Yeah, I thought you were being condescending. Like, yes. Oh, good job. I'm like, everybody can do that. I'm like, thanks, Lynn. I know. And I was telling you, I cannot read lips to save my life. So I am impressed. And you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. I rely on that a lot more than I can say. So the fault is you think I am being mean to you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I finally admitted though, in these recordings that I think it's time for me to see an audiologist. (laughs) We talked about this. Have you made an appointment? Hell no. No, of course she hasn't. I'm going to maybe, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Lindsay feels the seat vibrating. Do you remember that? I do. It was like one small little vibrate because I looked to see if my phone was down there. One yeah. small little vibrate? Just a little Well, like I thought like, like how my phone would vibrate with a yeah. text or something. Well, I mentioned in there, oh, I feel like I hear a train coming, which how the hell can I hear a train coming <laughs> 18 miles away? I'll never know. But I cannot hear you talking next to me to I save my life. I don't know why you hear a train. <laughs> but I, I wrote... Didn't... I hear a train, and I say, oh, there's a train coming. Oh, you did hear a train? (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, was it a ghost train? I don't know. Well, no, No, I couldn't hear it on the recording, really, but in real real time, I said, I hear a train. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows what it is? There are train tracks behind the opera house. Well, yeah, because remember, Charles was at the train station. Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we moved along to um, the balcony. Balcony. So we went to the balconies as a group first, right after we did the American flag room as a group. Yes. With the K2s. We all yes. went out there. I didn't get anything out there. I know I put my recorder on the seat next to me and we just tried asking several questions. I didn't get any K2 responses. That is one thing. I noted that the K2 went back down to a one. So we went up there by ourselves as well. At one point they were doing the SS method down below the stage, like in the orchestra dressing room pit. I don't know why you combine those words. <laughs> orchestra dressing room pit. <laughs> the orchestra pit slash dressing room. The dressing room pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we decided to, we know the SS method, so we decided to stay up on the balcony kind of by ourselves. There was one other group who was on the other side of the balcony. They said the same thing. We're like, yeah, we know the SS method. Yes. We're just going to do it by ourselves yeah, up here in the balcony. <laughs> Which they were doing when we got there and we didn't realize. And we we're like, yeah. she's. Just started yelling words out. Why is she yelling words? We're like, are you doing the SS method? And they're like, yeah, she's blindfolded. And we're like, okay, just making sure that she's not yelling at us. And so we go up there and pretty much right away, I had just come from downstairs using the bathroom and there was nobody downstairs. They were all doing the SS method. And I come upstairs and 30 seconds into the recording, we hear a door slam. And I was like, that sounded like it was from downstairs, but there was nobody down there. Who knows in that 30 seconds if somebody went to the bathroom? I don't know. But noteworthy. We had the lights strung up kind of on the um, stairs. On the stairs of the balcony. And they did flicker a few times while we were asking questions. They did. I got some response after she was asked, she meaning the person doing the Estes method. I don't know her name. But she was just hollering things out and we were kind of asking questions, trying to get her to respond. And we ask a question and either right before or right after she responds, there is a voice that I don't know if we'll be able to isolate, but if we do, if we can, we'll put it in. Where did I go? Where did I go? You heard a bang at one point behind you, so Mm -hmm. you were kind of sitting closest to the door leading out to that second room. I was taking pictures and, of course, saying flash. 
um, so as not to blind everyone. And <laughs> she said on through the SS method, no flash right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then said bunch of people. She said they need to prepare themselves. I said, for what? And she said right away, for what? <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, okay. You said, are you mocking me? <laughs> we asked for it to tell us your name. And it said Marshall. And I just connected this. Henry. Mm-hmm. Yes, Henry was the person that the white, the lady, lady in white, white was asking about. Also, there were, what, two fires? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fire marshal. Oh, there you go. Oh, I didn't think about that. Huh. They also, the they being the people who were with this woman who was doing SS, they said that something was touching her and grabbing her head while she was doing this because right. they could just tell. She didn't say it, so I don't know. Yeah. We weren't close to her. Maybe she was like touching her head repeatedly or something. I don't know. Um, you also heard a second bang, mm-hmm. but I didn't catch it. Satan came out at one point. She said, Satan will not stop. And I was Satan like, came out? Came on out. <laughs> well, Satan will not he stop. He just popped out and was like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm here. It's he true, though. Satan won't stop. He won't. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> I asked, uh, Henry, are you here with us? And she responded, yes. And then I got real annoying again. And I said, it feels like a female here named Elizabeth. Yes. And the lights lit up right after you said that by you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. but And I couldn't at the time understand why the hell I was talking about Elizabeth. And I completely forgot about the lady in white. So I don't know. Maybe that was her. I have maybe, no idea. Because we were talking to Henry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, we asked at one point, Henry, where do you want me to go? Because he was telling us to go. And she said, you didn't quite make it. Mm-hmm. And then we switched. She stopped doing Phasma and I started doing the Phasma. And I spoke to a Mr. Hale. Yeah, I said, tell me your name. And Lizzie says, Mr. Hale. And I said, did you perform here? And you said, yes. I say, can you be more specific? And Lizzie says, I can't really. And I feel like I'm the only person asking questions. I'm like, shut up, Sarah. <laughs> but the lights did flicker the a couple times. The lights were going off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I know you said you were the only one asking questions. And you pretty much were. Yeah. <laughs> you kept asking for other people to help. I know. And... As you were saying that, I was thinking like, wow, like, why wasn't I saying anything? And then within like five seconds, I put my mouth to record and I was like, I keep hearing tapping to my left. Yeah. And so I was sitting a little farther away from Sarah and Lindsay and um, I kept hearing this tapping. And I think that's what I was focused on because four times, like within, I don't know, probably five minutes, I was like, I hear that tapping again. And I even set the rim pod up over there, and mm-hmm. I hear a lot of temperature changes, but I also hear the AC come on. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of rule those out, but sure. I did hear like a quick blip of the rim pod, and I was like, it lit up to, I think I said orange, which is fairly decent. It's yeah. like almost halfway, if not just a little bit more on our rim pod. So I'm sorry I didn't help you ask questions. I it's think okay. I was just in my own world hearing weird things off to my side. And that's okay. Um, it makes a lot of sense now. And Lindsay, of course, had the headphones on. So Yeah, I did. But I was thing. like, nobody across from us was asking questions either. So I was just like, uh. Yeah. We had, you know, a I'm few trying people. trying to ne- the whole thing. A few people, people next to us that could yeah. have asked questions too. And everyone was just pretty silent. Yep. That's okay. I will say Mr. Hale's name came through like two or three yeah. times. Yeah. I don't know who that is. And then you asked at one point, what is this place? And I said, theater. Did you get that? <laughs> and then you kept asking, like, why are you here? And all these questions. I just kept saying, I'm trying. This is really hard. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Like, stop bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from up in the balcony? Nope. Or the American flag room? Nope. Nope. The last thing that I said through Phasma Box was, coincidentally, touch. Sorry. Don't worry now. Oh. I know. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shall we go down to the stage? The stage. Yeah, like the main viewing area and the stage combined. Okay. Yeah. We spent just a little bit of time, mostly initially while we were in the group area, group sessions in the, the viewing area, the main seats. Um, seats. Seats. Yes. That's when we were introduced to dowsing rods, which we introduced. It's our first time. We were pretty familiar, so we're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we get didn't it. Do it. <laughs> so they had they did a demonstration and a little mini dowsing rod session. Potentially, it might have pointed to spirits on the stage, which would make sense, right? Because we're there during the evening and it's like showtime, and it was mm-hmm. a Saturday, so it could have made sense. Um, You never know. Like, whenever I'm not familiar with people, I always question, like, are they making those move or 
Right. Is it is it real? So it's just hard to say just because I'm not familiar with this group. Um, I would I would trust us, but we we didn't do a whole lot of dowsing rods ourselves. Well, I'm not a big fan. I, I don't mind dowsing rods. I actually quite like them, but with us alone and one of us doing right. it. I don't like doing group dowsing rod sessions because like are we all talking to different people? Right. Like, it's too much for them to respond What's to. happening? Yeah, it's just chaos. So not my, not my favorite thing to do. I will say, I talked to someone there who didn't know (laughs) about dowsing rods as for spirits, and he used to use them for his work because he used to drill. real life. Yeah, like he would like drill holes um, for wells. (laughs) And so he was telling me about it, and he said that one of his coworkers was really good at finding water using the dowsing rods, and he said we would drill wherever he would find it based off these rods, and he was always right. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So they actually work. You're an OG dowsing rod, sir. <laughs> an OG water witch. OG water witch. <laughs> water wizard. I did not call Aww. him that. He should have. I should have. But we also did the stage during, they were still doing the SS method. So we were like, again, we left the balcony, went straight to the stage because we're like, it's probably the only time we'll get it by ourselves. Yeah. And we saw a performance. Oh, a we lovely did. performance. We had a great it performance. It was a great performance. You're welcome. Ten... ten- out of ten, five, five stars. We had the lights strung out on the stage. Oh yeah, I was very particular about when I where I wanted those lights. <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't verbalize it, but she was very particular, and eventually we were able to understand. I couldn't verbalize. She it, wanted like, it this, in. That's a, pretty common for me. Yes. Words are hard sometimes. A V formation. <laughs> a V formation. I said like the mighty ducks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just like that. Um. You said that you were hearing chatter. Yes. While you were up there, which we were on the stage too, but we were sitting like at the very front of stage and you were further back. Yeah. Kind of by the curtains. The ghost lights were going off a lot. They really um, were. Mm-hmm. And on like, command. On even. command, yes. Yeah. Um, we have several videos to prove it. Yes, we do. We were taking videos <laughs> on our phone and through night vision. Right. And at one point, all three of us were sitting you know, near the front of the stage and we were telling the ghosts, the spirits, that it was time to dance, hoping they would light up the lights. So we were counting down. <laughs> Several times. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and one, Lindsay. <laughs> you're missing the and one. <laughs> Sarah was like, you're missing your mark. I said, and one, and you're not there. <laughs> she was being like a director. I was. I was having a great time. Um, I decided to try out my demon voice. And that didn't oh, make several times. It kind of startled me because you didn't give any warning. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. what? Oh, that's Lindsay. <laughs> that's Lindsay. <laughs> this is a scary EVP. That was just Lindsay. Yeah, because my recorder was kind of far away from me. Uh, so I could just like hear it off in the distance. I was like, oh, geez. If Lindsay lets me, I'll insert something. Okay. I'll let you. I don't remember what I said. Was it appropriate? Yeah, I think it was like your demon voice, but five, six, seven, eight. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, enjoy my demon voice. <laughs> it's really good. Oh. Oh. Jesus. Thank you. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I can't do it for very long. It hurts my throat. That's horrifying. We were up there, me and Boydson were on stage, though, during a group, weren't we? Yes. Well, that was in the, yeah, in the beginning, right around the dowsing rods session. Yes. Um, And they were like, who wants to come up here and see if they can be touched? And I was obviously like, absolutely, please. Yes. And I didn't get touched. Um, No, but I was using a piece of their equipment, the SLS camera. So I was holding it, looking up there at you guys, and there was um, a figure that mapped out either right before you had gone up there, Boydston, or somewhere around there. Um, So we were just looking up there, trying to get it to happen again. Yeah. And everybody was being really quiet. And this was when the entire group was together. And we were just trying to ask questions for you guys up on the stage. And at that time, I heard what sounded like a curtain closing. Okay. Like the swoosh? Yeah. Like, and it was loud and long. <laughs> Did you hear it on the recording by chance? No. Really? That's so bizarre. It sounded very clear to okay. me at the time. So one of the, um, I think they recently had a nativity scene set up. And one oh, that's of, right. <laughs> Baby Jesus. Yes. One of those fell over. Yes. yes. Uh, Mary had fallen over because I propped her back up. <laughs> You're going to make... This is Mary. I won't. I won't do it. I was just thinking it. No, me too. It looked like a not good position. It did for Mary and Joseph. Joseph was standing. Mary was kneeling. That's yes. all I'm going to say. 
but I was not going to mention it. <laughs> Lindsay's, <laughs> for the record, Lindsay mentioned it. Um, just mostly what I got um, with night vision and my recording combined is that there were a lot of ghost light responses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when Sarah was directing. And <laughs> they were pretty like, you know, ec- or come out stage right. And it would be the ones on stage right. And it was very interesting. Also, Sarah hears something with her spirit ears. It sounded like a swooshing. Mm-hmm. I, I know you mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't hear it on this, but right after that, the lights, several actually, like probably over half of them lit up. Yeah. I wrote that too. I hear a noise and get a response from lights. Yeah. I didn't hear it on my recording to hear what you heard. Yeah. But I didn't the lights were responsive to whatever it is you heard. I don't even know what it was. You and your ghost ears. <laughs> They're good for nothing. Hmm. Your ghost ears are not good for nothing. They're not good for real hearing. No, but there's sometimes that we you've heard something with your spirit ears, and then we catch it on recording. I so know. maybe when you go and open your door and see your dead people on the floor, <laughs> there, what? There are three now. There are three dead people yes. on the floor when she opens her door. It's true. Maybe I don't know why. You go to a different dimension, and it <laughs> muffles. <just> it muffles <laughs> Lindsay and I. Oh, okay. So hey, like, you it was extra muffled that because night. you're in a different spot. Are those yeah. three people supposed to be us? No, I don't know. What, I don't know who they are. They're covered in a sheet. I just walk right by them. Okay, okay. ready to go downstairs? Downstairs. So we go. We call it the orchestra pit, but there, it's. I don't think it really is an orchestra pit. It's well, more the just like a dressing pit room. Is like in front of the stage. Yeah, and then you had to like open that little half door. The door. And then just like right there is the orchestra pit. But then you go downstairs and that's the dressing room. Yes. There's two dressing rooms. There's a closet and then like kind of one space. I'm not even going to call it big, but one open space. Yeah. Yeah. It's And then another stairway. And another stairway that leads up through the back. So when we went down there before with everyone, I was in the closet. So I didn't get anything other than me saying that just sitting there in the closet, my heart rate went up to 95 I don't know why. Oh. I know. <laughs> Look at that. Racing. I mean, listen. I know. I like it. More than my resting heart rate. <laughs> That's true. It's not rest. It's not racing. But. I think there's something to be said about that. That's happened to me several times. Mm-hmm. So so that was with our group. That was with the group. I went in the closet. That was all I got from my recording. There were also, during the group, there were times that the music boxes went off. Oh, yeah, they had a mu- music box on the back staircase. The stairs, and then also in the middle of the group. But the one by the stairs went off a couple of times. Yeah. And it freaked someone out. Like, they, it the went off. People. Yeah, and they just got up and walked away. They were like, absolutely not. like, nope. Sarah and I got up immediately and took their place. <laughs> you guys went straight for it. Like, like okay. thank you. Because <laughs> by that time, I was out of the closet. And I was like, okay, you guys just moved. But it was playing a funny, what was it playing? It was playing Highway like, to Hell or something. It was playing like Highway to Hell or yeah. something. It was not like a sweet little music yeah. box. Or like ours that plays the office theme song. I yes. want I wish we could take that. We will to a private. Yeah. Um, but then you, Sarah, spent some time in the dressing room during the public, like the group investigation. Yes. And while I was sitting outside of the dressing room, I kept hearing you say, like, that's okay, don't talk to me. Go talk to them. Like you were mm-hmm. talking to somebody. I don't know who. But you knew that they were in there with you and you're like, No, 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 don't talk to me. Like, go out there, go talk to them. And from somebody who's not familiar with you, I'm sure that was probably pretty creepy. <laughs> like, this girl's just talking to herself in there. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but I will say that was kind of the beginning of a lot of weird things that happened down there. Mm-hmm. I think so that doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> right. I think probably the most interesting experience we had was down there when we were by ourselves mm-hmm. at the end of the night. Yep. Yeah. I choose to sit in the closet initially. Yep. I wanted to see if something would happen. Nothing really happened. I except- heard a humming. Yeah, some you guys thought that you heard something coming from the closet, and I was like, "No, it's just me." We did hear a noise pretty early on, and I even asked Boydson, "Was that you?" And you said, "No." I don't know. There's no doors down there. Like nobody else was down there, so it wouldn't have been one of those doors. But somebody could have been on stage and dropped something. I don't know. It's hard to tell with public investigations. And then, pretty soon after that, Sarah wanted me out of the closet, and she wanted us all to do things together. And that's where I think yeah. she started getting fearful. She So, Sarah, you started picking up vibes down here pretty early on. And, yeah, she pulled you out and said, I feel like we need to all be out here. And you even said we're better together. 
<laughs> All I can say is I hear us talking, but I don't know what we're saying until we get on the FASMA box, and then I can hear it. Well, first, before you pulled her out, we were trying to just, like, EVP sessions, yeah. trying to get lights response, because the lights were set up on the stairs. And I said, do you like to spend time here? And Sarah goes, did you like to come spend time here? And I said, Sarah, that's literally what I just said. <laughs> and you go, I phrased it differently. <laughs> I said, did you? <laughs> I added two words. It's a different question. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> it was. Um, but then she pulled you out and said we're better together. And also said at one point, you go, I'm not crazy, Lindsay. And let the record show. I didn't say this into my recorder, but I literally said nothing to you before that. I don't know, man. <laughs> Must just have been like, getting vibes. Out of the blue. I'm not crazy, Lindsay. And I was like... <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? How dare you think that in your head without actually thinking it? But then you said that you feel like you need to communicate with something. Something's trying to communicate with you and you should do the Phasma box. Uh-huh. So Sarah gets on the Phasma box. Mm-hmm. I I got on the Phasma box and I was hearing some very... Um, Graphic sensitive, things. Sensitive words about women and multiple women were talking about it mm-hmm. and the lights were going off while you were saying this from the phasma box it's a very personal issue for mm-hmm. people and anyhow while i'm talking about it my voice starts changing and i can hear it while i'm talking on the recorder and i'm just saying what i'm hearing but my voice is sounding different it's like going higher and i get this very bizarre accent and while i'm listening yeah. back i'm thinking what the hell am I doing with my voice? Why do I sound like that? And I thought maybe they didn't catch it. And like five seconds later, they're like, do you hear what, hear her talking like that? What is she doing? I said to Poison, I said, is she using an accent? And Poison goes, she is. But I also noticed that I sounded really panicked and like kind of scared. Did. So when you guys, when you were hearing the sensitive things yes. that are being discussed, you even said like in your own voice not saying phasma yeah uh can we not talk about those things no i don't want to talk about it and several lights went off when you said that and then you kept saying tell me who what woman from the phasma and so i said it's sarah sarah and Lindsay down here and you kept saying which woman which one the investigation ends and then you said as sarah i did not like what i just heard try again what's the name be more specific can i understand and this is where your accent like really comes out can you show me by lighting up down those stairs? Can you try again? Can you come down those stairs? I did not like listening back to that. <laughs> um, and then you said, back room, back room, back room flicker. Are you paying attention back room? And then you took them off and you said, you looked at me and you go, you try? <laughs> I was like, um, sure. You didn't know you used an accent because we asked you as soon as you came off. We're like, did you know you were using an accent? And you're like, no. Because it went away as soon as I took it off. It took, yeah. I heard it go away. Um, so then I take up the headphones and I'm doing Phasma. Um, and Sarah says, you know, she's trying to get the lights to light up right in front of her. And she says, light up if you're right in front of me. And I say through the Phasma box, you're an investigator. And then I said, 47. And I said, no, I'm 40. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then I said, that's our fourth. And lots of lights went off at once. And then you started getting vibes up the stairs and the room to your right in the dressing room. Yes. And you kept saying you didn't like the stairway because it was creepy. Both of you said you were very cold. Um, Sarah, you were wanting to move around. She wanted to go to the back room. Okay. I did. I went there. Um, Not long. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You asked me, are you packing up to go home, Boydston? I said, we can't go back. And your bag fell over. Yeah. So I was going to (laughs) say... Sarah's talking about, like, this back room. She just keeps focusing on this room. And then she asks, is there anybody in this back room? And I hear on my recorder, I get that I'm not going to be able to isolate it. I'm just going to tell you now. But I get the faintest of EVPs that says no. Mm. Um, And then my bag falls over, which we weren't even by. Like, Sarah and I, Lindsay's got phasma. Sarah and I were just sitting away from it. And it just falls over. She's like, did your bag just fall over? I was like. Yeah, it did. And she's like, why? I said, I don't I don't know. I don't have any idea. And I said, come over right after it fell over. Mm-hmm. Through Phasma. <sighs> did you get the part where I go back on the Phasma box and I say, I'm Abby? 
No, so my recording, I can't hear because me and you went to the back. Because we went to the room where my recorder was. Yes, and yeah. I couldn't hear anything, so I didn't chart anything. It I couldn't either. It wasn't long, so I get back on the Phasma box, and we're sitting in the closet in this tiny dressing room, and um, that's where I was wanting to go, but when I got there, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, you were, it was probably like six, seven minutes. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, and I put, because I put them on, and I said, I'm Abby, and you tried to talk to Abby. Mm -hmm. And I just kept saying, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And I can hear you guys going, is that you? Or is that the Phasma box? Right. Because it's hard because sometimes you speak to them as yes. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't, I can't tell you because I didn't answer you. I yeah. was just saying, I'm uncomfortable. And then I say, I want out. Can you help me? I want to get out. I don't like it. I want out of here. Mm -hmm. And then I sound fine when we took it off. And I said, are we going? And you're like, yeah, you want to go? And I'm like, okay, let's let's go. Let's pack up. And everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which before you went in that room, um, one of the last things I caught you saying was, I feel like we need to go. And you were saying that is you. Like you weren't doing Phasma, but I yeah. took the Phasma off. And I said, are we good? And you said, I feel like we need to go. Should we go? And we're like, well, let's go back in this back room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where I got all that. I'm uncomfortable. I don't, I want out. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like it. I want out. And you kept saying you felt sad while I was on FASMA. You were like, I just feel sad. I feel emotional. Yeah, I was a little heavy down there. Who would have thought? Mm -hmm. So anyhow, interesting thing that happened. We we sometimes talk about what happens when we go home. Mm -hmm. That next night, I had a picture on my one of my shelves that has been there for years. And about four in the morning, I thought I had a dream that something was crashing. So I woke up and of course I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I like walking to the bathroom and I see this picture had crashed onto the ground at four in the morning. I have no idea why. Interesting. Absolutely no reason. Yeah, so, she, she texted us. <laughs> at, at four in the morning. <laughs> at four in the morning said, I just don't want to forget this happened. And I was probably the only one awake because I was yeah. at work. <laughs> and I was like, creepy. <laughs> it was very creepy. It was just like, huh. Interesting timing is all. Yeah. That's cooler than what happened to me. What, what happened to you? I saw, um, I still don't know what to call it, like either like a meteorite or. Yes, I remember this. Like a ball of flame, flaming Ooh. ball. So I was driving home while we were still in Arkansas. Lindsay and I were talking and out of the corner of my eye, I saw this thing. And so I looked over and I'm driving on the highway and it feels very close to me. Like you're driving the highway, but you see like a tree line and then maybe some houses and kind of between the houses and the tree line, I see this giant flame ball, ball of flame with like a, a tail behind it. What? This is like three in the morning. Yeah. Girl, you did not tell me about that. That is freaky. It was so cool. I, I didn't see so it. So I look over and I'm watching Dang the whole it. thing like kind of stunned. Like I have never seen anything like that in person or yeah. even up close. Like I see things like maybe shooting like stars star. in the yeah. sky. But this was in our atmosphere very close to me. It just fizzled out like it it burned up, but it had to have burned up very close to somebody's house or somebody's field. That's creepy. And the Maybe next a skinwalker. The next day, I tried to look up like were there any like meteorites or yeah. like anything reported, and I found out that is a thing. But I haven't looked since then. Like they usually take about twenty four hours to update, and I should have looked back, but. I saw it with my own eyes, and then Lindsay and I talked about aliens, and then she fell asleep. Because I said, what if it was a UFO? Dang it. Yeah. And then I did fall asleep for three hours. I wish hours. you would have seen it, too. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. That is really cool. I didn't know anything about that. It was like science Maybe. class picture us, like a ball with a red tail. That is when wild. She told me, because like I said, we were up and talking, and she saw it, told me that she saw it, and I was looking, and we were both looking, and we didn't see anything. It's gone. Yeah. Maybe it was somebody following us home. Maybe. <laughs> following Ball you home. light. <laughs> yes. And just wanted to knock my picture off. Yes. <laughs> it was a picture my brother had drawn. It was like a graphic Humpty Dumpty progression oh, nice. picture. Oh, he fell off Humpty the wall. Dumpty yes. He fell off the wall. Is that not hilarious? That is actually really funny. <laughs> Did I didn't he... know it was a Humpty Dumpty picture. It was a Humpty Dumpty picture. Did he get put back together again? No, it, my frame broke. Oh. Oh, wow. I'm telling you. It Classic was like... Humpty Dumpty. Classic. I can't put it back Bad together. Humpty again. Dumpty. Of all the damn pictures. Right. Humpty Dumpty. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> Your spirit has a sense of humor. I guess so. <laughs> it was Abby. So, what is you guys' rating of King Opera House? 
I don't know. And I've been giving this some thought given our New Year's resolution and keeping that in mind. Yes. And I don't feel comfortable giving it a an actual rating because okay. the the perception that I got is that it's mostly residual. It's just if you're lucky enough to experience it, then that's great for you. I didn't really experience much. Like looking back at our evidence, it's pretty interesting, like the mm-hmm. voice change yeah. and some of the ghost lights. But I still don't think to me that wasn't like super much so i don't have enough information to give it a rating so kind of like how for our schoolhouse right yeah. felt like a lot was residual and we didn't catch a lot yes yeah. okay so i'm not going to give a low rating anymore i'm just going to say gathering information okay tbd yes <laughs> sarah okay, i was going to say 6 okay which i don't think is low no i don't think no it's above average thank you <laughs> um I wish we could do a solo investigation there. Same. So I still feel like it's residual energy. And I don't know what the heck I was communicating with or or speaking to downstairs or just feeling down there. I don't know what that was. But it'd be interesting to check out again. Well, and we'll also point out, like, you know, I said at the beginning, 2022, they just started opening up investigations. Yeah. So this place is new as far as investigations go. So maybe once... More people come in and try to, you know, stir up these spirits, so to say. There might be more. Yeah. Well, we will post whatever evidence that we um, were able to gather online on our socials. Maybe some dance videos. Maybe some dance videos. You're lucky. TBD. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in this week. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it and it really does help. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We will catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.